What's up, Peters? I sincerely want to thank you for listening to Got Fitted Japan. For over 10 years, we've worked as hard as we can to provide an exciting and interesting audio experience for you to enjoy about Japanese culture, booze, our insane lifestyles, and the weekly bizarre news. As you know, we are soon approaching episode 600 and we plan to go at least another 600 episodes. But we could use your help on our journey. If you would like to support Got Fitted Japan directly, you can do the following. First, you can join our Patreon. On our Patreon, you will get unedited shows, bonus audio content, more stories, bonus shows, outtakes, and photos that are too hot for Instagram. Second, you can visit my site, thespiltink.com. At thespiltink.com, you can purchase original art that will make your walls the cat's meow. Arouse creativity, inspiration, motivation, enlightenment by hanging one of my paintings on your walls. And they also make wonderful gifts. And if you have something creative in mind, send me a message through our Got Fitted Japan Facebook page. I'm more than happy to support you and make your world more positive and creative. Thank you, faders, and without further ado, enjoy the show. Got Fitted Japan! What's up, faders? Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Faded Japan. I am your host, Johnny. And as you fine folks know, Got Faded Japan is about two dudes. Booze, Japan, and the news. And unfortunately, faders, I sincerely apologize that Tom and Jeremy is not here this evening. They both have jobs. They both work. But I work freelance, so pretty much 50% of the time, I'm always unemployed. (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's the good and bad point of being freelance. And um, faders, this is episode number five hundred and ninety nine point eight six seven five three zero nine eight six seven five three zero nine. Oh man! And <laughs> as you just heard, we are here with the legend Dave Whitaker, the the man, the king, the lord, the god of Soul Food House and the Legacy Lounge. Located here in Azabu Juban. Yes. Oh my gosh, Dave, you've been on the show about 150, 200 episodes ago when you first opened up your establishment, and that was a wow. fantastic episode. Indeed. And then I came here uh, about a year and a half ago with Shad and Anthony H. You were here. Somebody else was here too. I can't remember who. We got really, really, remember. really drunk. <laughs> and we talked about like hip hop and stuff. But so this is your third time being on the show. Yeah, I think so. First, second, third, fourth. This is your fourth time being fourth. on the show. Yeah, I, it, it just runs and runs like the years of being in Japan. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's like that was, oh, 
was that long ago, huh? Okay. <laughs> Tell me about it, man. I've been here for like 20 years. I'm going on 16 this year. 16? Oh, yeah. so you're over the hump. Huh. <laughs> Whichever the hump is. It's like 20 of them. <laughs> It's like you're over the hump. You know the one from year one, two, three, four, five, twelve. Yeah, yeah. Once you get past fifteen years, I think you can say that you're an actual Tokyoite. So yeah, you're in the group. You're in the group. Yeah. You're in the game. Yeah, you've been your you paid your dues and you paid your taxes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, let's not talk necessary, about that. Necessary, necessary. Yeah, we all did. I don't know. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Anyway, let's not talk about that. But what I do want to talk about, there's a couple of things I want to talk about. Um, of course, right now, we're not in Soul Food House. We're in the, would it be a subsidiary? Uh, Is it a subsidiary or? Well, so Soul Food House, we have an actual company, which yes. is Taste the Love. Mm-hmm. So it's just another location from the company, Taste the Love. So not a subsidiary of Soul Food House, a subsidiary of Taste the Love. A subsidiary, but yeah, Com- easy complicated. Easy complicated. That's my middle name. <laughs> uh, but anyway, you've got Soul Food House, and Soul Food House is the number one soul food restaurant in Japan, if not Asia. The food is fantastic. Possibly the Asia. In Asia, okay, dude, I'm in. I'm totally in. The, the food is fantastic. The staff is marvelous. Everything is great. I've had my birthday here. I'm going to have my next birthday here. This is the place to be. When you come to Azubujuban, when you come to Tokyo, when you come to Japan, when you come to Asia, you got to come to Soul Food House Indeed. because everything is fantastic. And I want to talk a little bit about Soul Food House. I want to talk a lot about Legacy Lounge. And I want to talk, I want to start off both conversations by talking about these bottles in front of us. That we've already kind of pre-gamed a little bit, if you haven't noticed, Faders. <laughs> what do we have? What, what are these bottles of magic in front of us? So this is Bug Eye Gin, my original creation, because I love gin. Me too. I hate bad gin. Yeah. So I always aim to find something that I really, really love. And I made a gin that I really, really love. It's what? I guess it would classify as a bathtub gin, mm-hmm. where I'm not distilling, I'm getting all the parts mixed together to make the perfect gin. Nice. And it's potent. Mission accomplished. It is very potent, but it's also very fragrant and flavorful, and yeah, it, it'll have you enjoying yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm enjoying myself right now, greatly. Should I skip with the main gin or the Gwen? Well, let's talk about Gwen. We just had some of that. So Gwen is, I, it's a combination. Well, it's a gin made with whiskey because nice. I have a lot of excess highball whiskey. So I thought, can I make a good gin from a whiskey? Let's see. Mm-hmm. And it's tasty. It is tasty. Capital it's T. Tasty. <laughs> yes, it is good. That's the whole point of me mixing is to create good taste. You know, the one thing about Gwen that I really like is that when you smell it, it smells like a really sweet gin, and gin generally isn't that sweet. And then when you taste it, it's sweet, but it's more dry, and it's, you get the, the strong gin flavors. But I think that whiskey kind of gives it like this. 
mild, the gives sweet it the little sweetness. Element. Yeah. You're like, mm, 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 mm. Oh, yeah. And, mm. <laughs> and it's got some kick. <laughs> Just a little bit. It's like wasabi. You put it in your mouth and you're like, oh, I got this. And then three seconds later, you're like on the floor like, oh, man. It's oh, like, it's got me. I don't got this. I don't got this. Give me some water. Uh, no, I want no water when I'm drinking Gwen. Mm. When I'm drinking Gwen, I'm drinking Gwen. Mm. Oh, man. And the final bottle you have, this is three-fifths whiskey. Um, it's what, two years ago or something that Suntory started running out of Japanese whiskey. Really? So... They, they thought their best recourse was to make a blended whiskey from all the five regions of major whiskeys. Oh, that makes sense. They called it the world whiskey, but it it didn't do it for me. Really? Yeah, it, the taste was strange to me. Was it like in the Kokoro bottle? Um, or was it a completely different bottle? It's a completely different bottle. So, like, it's... It's a cool looking bottle. Mm -hmm. It's an expensive bottle for what they did. It's like 5,000 yen. Really? 5,000 yen? Hmm. Which, for a blended whiskey, that is kind of expensive. But it had, like, it takes Scotch, Irish whiskey, American whiskey, bourbon. They just put it all together? They're like, fuck it! Just mix it all together and sell it. <laughs> Basically. Really? Wow. But when I say it didn't do it for me, like, there's, like, a balance that I couldn't get from it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where it would be like, you drink it. I'm Irish! Wait, no, no, I'm Scottish. <laughs> wait, wait, I'm a Japanese whiskey. It was like, So you, oh, you, want, you want to fight your belligerent and your polite at the same time? Yeah. It, <laughs> that was bad! <laughs> but, like, I looked at the commercial. Mm-hmm. And if you go look up the commercial for World Whiskey... You see the brewers fight, the distillers fighting. No. And that's what it tastes like. <laughs> really? Oh my God. It's like a mosh pit in your mouth. Yeah. So I was like, let me see if I can make a good balanced world whiskey type. Mm -hmm. And Three Fifths Whiskey was the byproduct of that experiment. Oh boy. All right. Well, let's indulge if you don't mind. Which one should we do? Three fists? Let's do the three fists. Let's do the three fists. Okay. That's a cool bottle, by the way, man. That looks like a like a pirate like rum bottle or something. Yo, Patron. ho, ho, in a bottle of rum. Patron, Patron, Patron. Patron, Patron makes great bottles. Thank you. That's what Patron. <laughs> Marvelous. All right, my friend, come pie. Come pie. It's good to drink with you it's, again. It's COVID time, so we have to do like very virtual come pies. Yes. Wow. 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 Butterscotch. There's a strong butterscotch taste. That's probably the. It's like a pre-taste. Canadian. Wow. Wow. I'm smelling it. Wow. My thing is balance is always the key. Balance is the key. Wow, it is very well balanced. always going to be strong. Yeah, this is <laughs> strong stuff. Oh wow, this is this is heavy. Wow, <laughs> very sweet, beautiful color. Well, I mean, when you look outside of like Japanese whiskey, is rarely sweet. It's always kind of. 
mm. harsh before anything else. Oh yeah, a black Mika? Oh jeez, yeah, that's like lighter fuel. But if you, like Irish whiskey and Canadian whiskey tend to be very sweet. Mm -hmm. American whiskey, bourbon in particular, sweet. Sweet, very woody. Yeah. So scotch is basically the thing that brings balance to all of those. Mm. Oh, I love scotch. <laughs> oh, scotch is like scotch is like a painted picture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, what am I getting? Ooh, campsite forest. Wow. You know, this, it's interesting. I didn't. I didn't know that you were a whiskey guy. I mean, we've drank together so many times. It's ninety-nine percent. I would say ninety percent beer, ten percent uh, gin. But whiskey, we've never enjoyed a glass of whiskey before. This is a first time for everyone. No, whiskey, whiskey mm. truly is, to me, like a more mature drink when you start drinking good whiskey. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, there's a big difference between good whiskey and cheap whiskey. It's like night and day, seriously. Mm. See, that's the problem that most people do. When they're young, they're like, oh, I'm going to drink whiskey. So they buy a cheap bottle of whiskey, and they're like, oh, I don't like whiskey. Well, no shit, you don't like it. It's like, that's garbage yeah how did you buy that well i mean it was a thousand yen. No. Oh, that's the problem it was a thousand yen for a liter you should have known it was going to be bad <laughs> it does do the trick though it's like all i did was wind up throwing up in the toilet you spent a thousand yen for a liter of whiskey you're lucky you didn't have to have your stomach pumped <laughs> or wake up in jail <laughs> oh man hmm so that's awesome. And you've been doing this for a couple of years now. Well, you've been doing this since Soul Food House. So she's opened yeah. Soul Food House. That's fantastic. So a couple of years, you've already come up with like some amazing drinks. Um, my favorite, all right, faders, I've already had all this before. Bug Eye Gin is by far my favorite. And that's obvious because the bottle is pretty much almost empty. Yeah. That one's marvelous. Gwyn is spectacular. I really love Gwyn. And um, this one, three to five. Three to five is good, three but fists. three fists, boy, but that's just strong shit, dude. I feel it burn all the way down. <laughs> My God, dude. But at the beginning of the episode, you're like, should we have uh, ice or water? And I was like, no, we don't need that. No problem. Yeah, and yeah, I'm just you're, like, you're, yeah. de you're dealing with the scotch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're dealing with the scotch. Scotches tend not to be drank straight. That's true. Ever. <laughs> oh, no, I always drink scotch straight. <laughs> Always. Sometimes I add a little water, depending how drunk I am. But um, your mixology skills are absolutely spectacular. You're definitely a Jedi Knight in the arts. Um, I want to talk more now about Soul Food House. Soul Food House has been open for how many years? It's going on six this year. Six years wow. already? Oh my it's god. Fast. It's so fast. I remember when you opened. I vaguely remember when we opened. Really? You know how I remember we opened? I wasn't was, here. <laughs> well, I mean, it was Juban Matsuri weekend mm -hmm. when we first opened. So, like, we, the streets were packed with people and people were already coming to the restaurant. Mm -hmm. But it was like, wow, we're in a, a crazy area. <laughs> Hasbro Juban is pretty intense, man. There's a lot of great places here. A lot of cool people, a lot of great cafes, bars, restaurants. It's a really good place to be in. Yeah. It, like when you're a business owner here and you actually communicate with the other businesses, you realize how unique this area is because it's almost non-standard to how the rest of 
Japan works. <laughs> is it because it's more international here? Um, because of all the embassies and stuff that's in Azerbaijan and the Hiro area? Possibly, but not because it's more international. People have a broader view of like what a customer base is, how to take care of different customers, mm -hmm. and they just operate different, in mm -hmm. my view, because they know, yeah, some people are not going to be here forever. Mm -hmm. Some people will always be here. So don't make my practices off of the people that will always be here. Don't make my practices off the people that may only be here for a little while. Find your path, make your path, and people will fall in or out accordingly. Wow, that's cool. So like, just do your own thing. Do your own thing and be confident in it. Mm -hmm. Change when you need to, but don't change to the point that you're no longer you. Mm. That's awesome. So don't become a Starbucks. No. Interesting, man. That's cool. Words to live by, faders. Oh, man. Don't become a Starbucks. <laughs> don't become a Starbucks. Don't sell out. That was my takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, coffee logo should not be green and white, okay? Mm. <laughs> was it hard to open your own business here? Yes. What were some of the obstacles? Being foreign. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, other than that, <laughs> having a food that cannot be easily classified by the standard stereotypes. So, soul food is American food, but Japanese classified American food hamburgers, hot dogs, steaks, pizza. Uh, soul food. I don't know that. Is there a lot of meat in that? No, not always. I don't know what soul food is. No, nah, I don't think we want that in our area. Really? Yeah, it's, it's really like, we've had a lot of time educating people on what the food is mm -hmm. because it's, you have to break people of what they think and give them what is actual. Mm-hmm. So America, you know, it's humongous. Yeah. There's foods that are in regions that are specifically that region. Yeah. And they can't identify with other places in America. Mm -hmm. Cajun. Yeah. But everybody wants some Cajun food. Cajun's good. <laughs> Cajun's good. Crawfish. Oh, love it. Gumbo. Oh, mm. Nice crawfish. Yeah, the real stuff. I need to call Hokkaido. They sell crawfish in Hokkaido. You can get crawfish in Hokkaido? Yeah. You can get anything in Hokkaido. Yeah, yeah. From what I've been told, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, they got like pig farms up there and like chicken farms and all these like weird animal farms and stuff up there where you can get like produce. It's crazy from what I hear. Mm. Now, I'm not in the industry whatsoever, but I just know a lot of people. But Hokkaido, yeah, regarding food, you can get a lot of stuff up there. And bear, you can get bear up there. Not that I would Ooh. ever eat a bear, no. But anyway, I heard about people going up there and having like bear steaks and stuff. Really? Yes, yes. It's because of the um, the local people, the uh, like original Hokkaido people. They they're called the Inoue. The Ainu. Ainu, that's it. Yeah, those guys. Yeah, they uh, they harvest bear. They sell bear and stuff. See, that's an awkward thing here. They harvest bear. It's like 
Yeah, they 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 manufacture it. <laughs> <laughs> they got factories and stuff. There's poo on bears everywhere. We need the poo. Uh, honey, <laughs> they even got honey, man. They got all that stuff. Mm. <laughs> we pre-gamed a little bit, faders. Yes, I love it's like, this alcohol. Would you like a touch of honey with your bear? <laughs> Why? Uh, yes, yes, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the other way around. Would you like a little bear with your honey? <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> oh man. All right. Dave, how long did it take for you to open the restaurant with all the um, obstacles and stuff? Almost five or six years. Oh, man. So once you came up with the concept, it took five years for you to open up the doors. The concept of Soul Food House didn't really fully realize till <laughs> maybe three years before, two or three years before. Really? Like, we had started out trying to open a music cafe because mm-hmm. I was doing open mics in Shibuya. Yep. And when the open mics started shutting down, I was like, you know what? We should open our own music cafe. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we should. That way we don't lose the music community and we can have a place to let people do music, have food, enjoy themselves. And God laughed. <laughs> mm-hmm, He's mm-hmm. like, cool, 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 music cafe, right. You need to do more than that. <laughs> music cafe, yeah, there are a lot of music cafes here. So doing a music cafe is kind of like... Uh, and we were going to try opening it in Shibuya. In Shibuya? Yeah. Oh, man. I that, thought about opening a bar in Shibuya. No, the competition's ridiculous. The competition is ridiculous. The rent prices are stupid. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's it's not that it would be a hard fight other than normal, but it's, yeah, it wasn't the direction we were supposed to go. So, yeah, that didn't pan out. And when it didn't pan out, we were like, crap, we failed. All right, do we keep trying this and then we got all these stories of other people who started off trying to do a restaurant or business and it didn't work out the first time so we were encouraged to one study because we hadn't opened a business before in Japan mm-hmm. and we thought yeah we'll go out find a spot open up and yeah it'll be all good it's like uh, um, um, you 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 need business license. This 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 is. Oh, mm-hmm. that is not a couple months. That that's that's gonna take longer. <laughs> well, you know, I guess the good thing with it taking longer, it gives you more time for planning and stuff. Yeah. So I think you did a great job of that. This place is. Absolutely beautiful. And Faders, actually, before, in the previous episodes with Dave, we're in Soul Food House. Right now, we're in the absolutely spectacular Legacy Lounge. Dude, this view of Azuba Juban in Tokyo right here is priceless. This is amazing. Yeah, we're, on the, we're on the ninth floor of this building, and you yeah. can see, on a good day, it's a little cloudy today, but on a good day, you could probably see Mount Fuji from here, huh? No, not in this direction, but there is Tokyo Tower, and... A mini, mini, mini version of Sky Tree that's visible. Oh, really? At night, it's awesome. Nice. During the daytime, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. But we can't turn the camera in that direction because the city will wash us out. 
Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and all you'll yeah. see is Shadow Shadow Johnny and Shadow David. <laughs> yeah, the, if we're ninjas, that'd be good. If this is a ninja show, that'd be fantastic, but no. Yeah, not for a normal podcast. Well, actually, we kind of look like ninjas. We're both wearing masks. Well, I mean, that's COVID. Yeah, <laughs> that is COVID. That is COVID. And, okay, my last question about Soul Food House. Okay, what would you recommend to somebody that's listening to the podcast that would want to come to Japan and start their own business? Maybe a restaurant, a cafe, a bar, something along those lines. Um, research. Research, find people that have done it before that are willing to talk to you and answer questions. Because, yeah, it's... I'll explain it the way one of my mentors explained it. The restaurant industry is not nice. So if you find somebody that you can talk to that can give you advice, that can help you, you're already going to be ahead of the game. Don't go in trying to be by yourself. Try to build relationships and community so that what you do build is supported by even the other businesses around you. Because, yeah, you go a long way with good relationships. Hmm. You go somewhere with bad relationships. <laughs> it's sometimes not a long way, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that is awesome advice. That is awesome. Dude, thank you for that. Jeez, I'm not going to open an establishment. I'm already too busy. But if I did, man, I'd definitely give you a call. Man, all right, now I want to talk about this place here, Legacy Lounge. All right, Soul Food House is amazing. It's always packed. It's fantastic. Sometimes you see celebrities eating here. It's amazing. Why did you open this place here, which is like, what, four floors above it? Soul Food House is on the sixth floor. Seven, eight, three floors above. So we're at, Soul Food House is on the seventh floor. On the sixth floor. This is on the ninth. Okay, I was right. So that's on the sixth. I'm so bad with math. But um, yeah, so this is on the top floor, the ninth floor of the same building. Yeah. That's where the view is just spectacular. Oh my God. It's amazing too. Isn't it? Just like, I'll come up here in like the middle of the night sometimes. Uh huh. And just look at the city. Oh, it's dude. Like, <sighs> this is where I'm living. That's still like a mind blowing thing to me. Mm -hmm. It's like, I spent 12 years at Itabashi Club. Mm hmm. Looking at the lights in the distance of like Saitama. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's cool. I got like Christmas lights out there to look at. This is all right. Now I'm in the city. Yeah, 360 degrees, man. And I miss my grocery stores in Tabachiku. Ah, uh, see, that's the thing about living in the suburbs. You do get better grocery stores. Much better. And so cheap. Yeah. Oh my God. They open a grocery store where I live, man. Dude, the prices are not. It's, the prices aren't double, but the prices are close to double, especially for They're vegetables. <laughs> yeah, it's just like I guess we're not going to get eggs tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I need eggs. I can afford two. <laughs> what are we making with two eggs? Oh <laughs> man, you know the one thing that I don't understand. In my supermarket, they have this huge. This is the weirdest thing. They have this huge selection of milk. There's like eight different kinds of milk, right? And they're, they're all white milk, they're all whole milk, and they all have different prices. And I'm looking at all, they all say the same thing. You know, it just says milk, 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 but they're different prices. Dave, what's the difference between these milks and the different prices? Like, I always get the cheap one, but I'm worried about that because I'm like, wait, if I'm drinking the cheap one, 
What's the difference between this one and the expensive one? Are they putting in chemicals or something? Am I plastic? So, some of them do taste different. Like if it's like slow pasteurized milk versus like, I hate ultra pasteurized milk. Mm -hmm. That's what America does now. I don't understand it. But like, there's not really much difference. In all no. honesty, so just, get the, just get the cheap one. I'm like, uh, just get the one that costs the least. That's whole milk and keep moving. Yeah, that's it. I'm like a buck eighty nine. Sure, I'm it's sold. Like, and that's the milk I get. Yeah, yeah, that's it. If I all go right. to my basket, it's what one sixty five. I get that one. Mm. It's like, what if it costs more? Do I need it to cost more? No. Well then, let's keep moving. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that is definitely true. That is definitely true. Oh man, so this place, Legacy Lounge. So what's the concept behind this? Legacy Lounge is the home of Legacy Foundation Japan, which is basically a networking and, I'm trying to get the right context of it. So it's built to help leave a lasting impact of the African-American and African diaspora people that have come to Japan that have made lives, mm -hmm. built, made connections, worked to do great things so that people can actually see it later in the future of what we do and even now what we're doing. But so it's a place for planting seeds. Right. That is an excellent way to put it. Uh, that, uh, I'm kind of drunk. <laughs> that is an amazing way to put it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Can I have some more gin? <laughs> uh, I work for liquor. Oh, bug eye gin? No, 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 no. Are you serious? Oh, man. You just unlocked the key, man. Oh. You just unlocked the key. I was just talking. Words were coming out of my mouth. And that's oh, the man. way it works. Oh, dude, the faders, for all you guys uh, that are listening to us, um, oh, we are doing video and audio. The video is going to go to our Patreon. Sign up for the Patreon. You get the whole video. Um, there's going to be like uh, photos and all sorts of cool stuff on there, too. Um, yeah, Dave just poured me the last of the bug eye gin, which is like the best gin in Tokyo. Oh, man, dude. Oh, it smells like Christmas in a cup. Better than uh, Christmas in a cup. That's much better than Christmas in a cup. <laughs> oh, it tastes so good. Oh, man. Show's over. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show, Dave. It's been a great time. It's like, and I'm done. Oh, my God. I love drinking with you, man. It's always a great time, dude. It's, it's, it's so much fun. Oh, man. So basically, it's an event space, but it's designed for communities to get together mm -hmm. and become strong and successful within Japan, not just, okay, we're strong by ourselves, yeah! Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What about Japan? Well, I need Japan. It's like, no, you live here. You live here, make an impact here. Mm -hmm. Be mm -hmm. great here. When you leave, people will be like, they're great. You know that? Mm -hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> it's a place for planting seeds and growing. Yes. That's fantastic. And this place here, all right, there's tables, there's a bar. Um, so do you serve food up here? Or is that soul food limited house food. Is kind of limited food? Limited food because... 
Well, I mean, the kitchen is that big. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it ain't that big. So limited food, like kind of like finger food. Finger food. But the, you got a full bar right there, so yeah. the drinks are plentiful. Of course. Fantastic. Love it, love it, love it. <laughs> He's exactly. like, well, I, I can agree with all the rest of that. Finger food, sure. Full bar, yes. Okay. Yes, indeed. Well, we got Japan. Beautiful view of the city. Nice location. You could fit like maybe 60 people in here. It's COVID, so probably not even 10 or something. I don't know. Two, right tonight, 20, two. 20 or so? 20 is comfortable right now because, like, even the windows over there can open up. Mm-hmm. You can actually have, like, maybe 30 people in here oh, comfortably. Dude, you've got a balcony with, like, a bar at the balcony right here. It's, yeah. it's absolutely fantastic. And then that has a marvelous view of Tokyo. It's spectacular. Yeah. And these doors open up, these glass sliding doors. This place, when you told me about the lounge, I was like, okay, cool. And you were explaining it. I was like, oh, that sounds pretty it's interesting. Like, uh-huh, uh-huh. When I get, well, dude, I hear a lot of things. A lot of people oh, yeah. tell me about their businesses and got fit in Japan. You have no idea, man. So then when I came in here, I was just like, holy smokes, this place is insane. This is great, dude. I, I love this place. And so you have like many different kinds of events. You have like music events, business events, uh, meetup events, yeah. that, those kind of things. So, yeah, it... I'm working on creating like a business exchange commerce event so that like if you have a like product business, mm-hmm. you can display what you have and people can come by and be like, I want that. Check that out. <laughs> you could have an art show here. Oh yeah, I you want can, to. You want to? Let me hook you up with that. All my friends are artists Ooh. and alcoholics. <laughs> but and let's be honest sometimes that's the same thing right <laughs> yeah it rolls that way sometimes yeah, it kind of does but um yeah oh my gosh what about bands can you get bands in here i mean you oh. do got neighbors downstairs which is kind of an issue right and then with the windows being open i'm sure that sound carries a bit well the thing with bands if it's a daytime show uh-huh not so much a problem so kind of acoustic though right okay <clears throat> Well, I mean, we have dance parties here sometimes. Well, so really? like the speakers can kick. Really? Is that a DJ booth right there? Yeah. Nice. You get techniques hooked up? No. I got to get a different turntable system. Usually, mm-hmm. like most of the DJs are virtual DJs anyway. So yeah, they bring a laptop and set into place. I know. I know. I'm old school. I still got records. <laughs> I miss having records. Like, I've got records, but no record player at this point. I need a record player. I've got two record players, and I never touch them. But I can't give them away because, I mean, I spent years and years and years of Because the second kid. you give them away, someone will be like, can you DJ at my event? I don't yeah. have turntables. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's how life Just works. Just that moment. <laughs> that's, that's how life works, man. No, man, I spent so much time on those turntables, man. It's like giving away, like... Or a child. <laughs> I wouldn't say a child. I would say, like, I don't know, maybe like an old jacket or something. You know, like, I don't know. Well, then again, I'm a jacket person, so I don't know. It's weird. It's hard. But, yeah, turntables are It's hard to get those away. Love hmm. the jackets. Oh, you love the jackets? Yeah, you were talking about those the other day. Yeah, dude, the jackets are, It's you know, it's the season for jackets. we got another about a month and a half before it gets too hot in Tokyo. But, yeah, the jackets are rolling. I've sold a couple. They're good and stuff. You want a jacket? I can hook you up. Painters, I got jackets. Come by to thespillting.com. Go into the show notes. It's there. Yes. The jackets are cool. Yeah. So uh, that's going good. But I don't want to talk about the jackets. I want to talk about <laughs> you. I want to talk about this. I haven't drank with you in ages. 
Tokyo and craving soul food? We've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuvan. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. If you're going to get your fit on, you got to get your fit on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your bait on in style. Papa. Hey, yo, what's up, baiters? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2000 n each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepa. Are you at Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete at Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each. And they're worth so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool. That's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. Mitzia Liquors. 
Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right, over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need, and of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France. To New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, Got Fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right, Got Fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. It's your liquor. The big C, the dirty C, the dirty C that we're all dealing with, thus the mask. Um, okay, of course, you know, we got to kind of change the conversation, talk about this a little bit. <clears throat> How have things changed for Soul Food House since, you know, the COVIDs? It's been up, it's been down. Like, other businesses had to get into doing takeout. We were, because we're a soul food restaurant, doggy bags and takeout are like just second nature、mm -hmm. when we opened. It's like, no, I hate going to places and not being able to take the food I didn't finish away with me. Yeah. So why would I tell my customers, oh, you didn't finish your food? Well, have a good day. Bye. <laughs> yeah, it's wasteful. I don't want to have to throw it away. I don't want to have to clean dishes that are full of wasted food.、Mm -hmm. So, one, I'm going to do my best to make the best food possible.、Mm -hmm. And two, give them the option to take the food away so they can enjoy it later. Because、mm -hmm. that's far better than wasting it. It's true. So, yeah, while they were doing the initiatives to get people to get on to takeout in Tokyo, We were already there, so that made it a bit easier. But in store, our customers, like, they took their time getting back in because they're like, is it safe to go out? If you're doing takeout only, I have like a two hour trip to get to you. I'm not just coming two hours. To get takeout and go back another two hours to eat. <clears throat> yeah. So, since we have customers in such a wide span of area, yeah, like people that are really close and people that are really far, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like it's taking time to get the flow really organized, but it's been good in that. We get to see that our customer base is not lost、mm -hmm. in COVID. That's awesome. That's awesome. Like, that's the biggest blessing to be like, okay, people can come back in to eat. People are like, yes, all right. They come back in.、Mm -hmm. The military had a year of basically not being able to come into Tokyo. Really? The second they were released to come into Tokyo, I get a call. Yeah, some of our liberties have just been given back, and you're our first stop. So I need a, I need a table for like 10 people. I'm like, is this the reservation for 10? No, this is a different reservation for 10 people. 
Whoa. Okay, y'all. Brace yourself. <laughs> <laughs> wow, dude, that's incredible. That's awesome. That's really, really awesome. So the fact that like our customer base is taking their time to be safe allows me to feel comfortable making announcements like we're going to close during the state of emergency for the safety of our customers and our staff. Because mm -hmm. I know our customers are like, you're not doing takeout? No. Shoot. All right. Let me know when you're open. All right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's awesome that you've been able to survive and you're actually thriving in this chaos and stuff. I mean, our hearts go on to all the people that have had trouble during yeah. like this, this terrible, terrible time. Um, but um, yeah, uh, some restaurants have been doing really well. Some restaurants have been doing okay. And some restaurants just really haven't been um, doing really well at all. And I guess that's just what's going to happen with this whole COVID situation. Yeah, some, some people just, they're like, I, I can't. And they just closed up and went on to do something else. Yeah. I had one of my supplier reps. He's like, yeah, I'm leaving the company and I'm going to go make guitars. I'm like, maybe it's a step you up. Know? <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't like the guitar? My only um, thought was, you know what? Go after your dream. Do that. <laughs> I, that that's one of my questions. Like, how has like your, how has your industry changed due to like the importation of like alcohol, like uh, for example, whiskeys and bourbons and scotches and and just like food and stuff. Like, so, a lot of fish in Japan is actually caught in like Denmark. It's gotten very interesting in that, like, we use Costco, uh -huh. and if things go haywire in America or Canada, best believe we aren't getting the full supply line met that we need. So it's like, ah, shoot, um, do you know what? No, we don't know when it's coming in. Well then, uh, let's try figuring out something else. Oh man, which which one of your foods has been hurt the most? Would it be fish? Well, I know it's Japan. It can't be fish. No, it's gotta be like not fish. Beef. We do a lot of chicken, actually. Yeah, of course you do. What so, am I thinking about fish? Sorry about that. <laughs> I mean, we do a lot of catfish. A lot of catfish. Mm -hmm. But like, it's a tie between catfish and chicken. As far as, well, no, chicken eclipses everything else because of chicken and waffles mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and country fried chicken and nachos and yeah. Wait, is the uh, kitchen open? You're making me hungry. <laughs> no. I know, I'm joking. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I am hungry, but yeah, I'm sorry. Mm. Oh, man. So, so which one has been like hurt the most? Would it be the booze or? Yes, actually. Like... On our side and the actual booze side, because like when the first state of emergency hit and all those restaurants had to stop selling alcohol, the people don't think about it, but the suppliers now have this stock that's just sitting there that they can't move, mm -hmm. that they can't do anything with. And they have shops that can't necessarily pay them because they're closed. And it's like, I'm sure they lost several contracts with like makers over the fact that there's just no money to order from. So they had to drop product. Jeez. 
Do you think that because they have such a uh, massive supply, do you think that after like the uh, dry lock, dry lock is like no alcohol being served. Mm. After the dry lock is lifted, do you think like alcohol is going to be way cheaper or do you think it's going to be the same price? I mean, it's all about supply now, and demand. It's supply and demand, but I've noticed that from the first lockdown to now, people have like realistically people have adjusted how they consume stuff mm -hmm. like they want food more than they want drink a lot of times like drinks for the people that are always out trying to just find snack and drink yeah it's a major thing for us it's like people are like no i need the food i've missed the food oh cool you still have drinks all right i'll get some of those too but food where's my food i need my food gotcha gotcha and because when we first started, the goal was not to focus on drinks, but food, because people miss food more than they miss drinks. You can get drinks when, anywhere. Yeah. When they get hungry and they're missing something from home, they want the food. Mm -hmm. Unless it's like a Jack's Daniel steak. You can get Jack well, No, then they still want the food. <laughs> they want the food, man. Because then they know Jack Daniel is more of a sauce than a drink. <laughs> That's true. That's definitely true. God. Yeah, I missed the food already. And I'm here. <laughs> oh, man. Has there, so your menus changed. The restaurants changed. What about safety precautions? Like, does the government um, give you any safety precautions? Like, you have to do this, you have to do that? or I just went through the safety videos this morning and afternoon, mm -hmm. like the amount of stuff they're recommending you do for the safety of people, it's not so out of whack with what should be done, mm -hmm. but it's stuff that up until COVID you never really thought about mm -hmm. necessarily, like making sure that everything is wiped down until it's illustrated what touches what you're like i don't get it i don't see why we should do that mm -hmm. and then they do a video of okay this is a black light of what was touched when and how it's like whoa okay get the, alcohol bottle. get the alcohol bottle <laughs> oh man <laughs> dude well this place is spotless so you're definitely you're definitely doing your thing um Okay, so what do you think is going to be the future the of like the restaurant business because of COVID? The future of the restaurant business in, is... In Japan, of course, in Japan. We can't talk about any other country. It, it'll be people trying to... In my mind, it may be people trying to take care of customers more to keep them safe. And being a bit more conscious about how you interact with people. Mm -hmm. It, some of it seems a little bit cold, but until like everybody is at a state where we're not worried about catching a possibly life-threatening virus, it is what it's gonna be until it's not. Gotcha. 
<clears throat> what are your thoughts on like the dry lock, like the non-alcohol being served at all at any restaurant, any bar, any cafe, anywhere except for a convenience store or a designated liquor store? I understand it completely. Do you really? Well, how many times have you gone out at night, started at one place, three places later you're trying to figure out whether or not you're going to go home or go to karaoke or another place? Yeah, I did that last night. <laughs> but I'm just joking. Like, I saw him playing with my cat last night. <laughs> I'm such a loser. Everybody thinks I'm so cool, but no, I was like drinking at home, playing with my cat, talking to my wife, <laughs> talking about saving money. <laughs> I am a loser. The only time I'm cool is when I'm hanging out with Dave, drinking beer. And oh, and let's move over to the Gwyn. Can I get a taste of the Gwyn? Oh my gosh. Now you're regretting having me over. You're like, oh, God. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. Spectacular. Nah, see, the thing is, people don't realize that once you're freelance or you have, like, a company to run, like, cool becomes a factor when you're out in public. Otherwise, you're like, what's my nerdy stuff that, I go, that I'm going to do? Comic books. Yeah, let me go mix paint. <laughs> Let me go find that perfect color that I've been dreaming about. Oh, uh, you know, that's what I'm doing after this, by the way. <laughs> I'm going straight to the art store. I gotta buy frames. Oh, man. Yeah, that's some nerdy stuff. So, the 32 inch point four, is that a little bit different than this? It's like, wait a, wait a minute. Is that one millimeter difference gonna make a difference? What Oh, man. Was it an alarm clock? No. Show's over! That is not an alarm clock, that's just an annoyance. Is that YouTube? Why? That is YouTube, apparently. And I don't know why. That sounded like a YouTube advertisement. Uh, I, th I thought that was your wife's way of like kicking me out. She's like, well, we gotta get rid of Johnny right now, man. No, <laughs> no. Not that, not that. No, okay, that's good. Come mm. on, man, it's getting kind of dark. Let me turn the light on. <laughs> we're back into shadow mode. Oh, shadow mode? Oh, yeah, we're getting close to that. It's already, what, 6 o'clock? Yeah, it's about 6 o'clock. Close. close to 6 o'clock. Yeah, it's okay. I've only got a couple other questions. Uh, let's see. Da -da 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 -da. Tell us about the Yeah, there we go. See, it highlights the art in the back, and it's still good. Beautiful, beautiful. Um... I don't know why I wrote this, but I wrote down uh, what I'm gonna call it. So I was kind of like uh, faded last night when I was coming up with these questions. Yes, faders, I do homework when I do these shows. Um, for some reason, out of the blue, I wrote hiring process. So Ooh. what is your hiring process? If somebody wants to get a job here or at a restaurant in Japan, um, like let's say somebody's like a chef in, uh, let's just say Myanmar or let's say uh, Ecuador, wherever, somewhere in the world and stuff, they're listening to this podcast. They want to come to Japan and they want to cook, they want to learn Japanese food, or they want to work somewhere. What is the hiring process at a restaurant? On the local side, you need a resume and you need to find out if they're hiring. So you send an email or a phone call mm -hmm. to find out if they're hiring. On the international side, you still send an email and probably with your resume. And then you find out if they support a visa. Oh yeah, that's right. If you don't have a visa, they can hire you all day long and you still won't get in the country. But when you, on the international side, you have to have like at least 10 years of experience or extremely high accolades to present to immigration as to why they should give you a visa 
as a chef. So, like, being an English teacher, university degree, company that will hire you, fine. That's cool. Once you get into specialty fields, like, you've got to have something backing you up. Like, if you're a cook, you have to have at least 10 years of experience with photos of you working. It's a plus if you have, like, James Beard Awards or something like that uh -huh. for people to be like, oh, you are that good that we should give you a visa. If not, yeah, it's going to be like, uh-huh, what are you bringing? They, no. They don't have enough experience for you to say that they're qualified for this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. And when people come here to get a visa, is it possible to, like, get a visa, let's say, I mean, let's be honest, the easiest job to get in Japan is an English teacher, even if you don't speak English that well, right? Mm -hmm. So you get an English teaching job, and then from there you've got a working visa. Can you get a job at, let's say, uh, any kind of, like, a restaurant part-time or something like that? Is that possible? It depends on the type of restaurant. Like, if it's a bar, <clears throat> flatly, no. There's, like, what is it? social moral issues mm -hmm. with working at a bar. People get in fights, get drunk. There's all that that they don't want to have to deal with. Yeah. You being an English teacher working at a bar. Mm -hmm. If it's a proper restaurant, maybe. If you're, a, if you're a university student, yeah, you could work at a bar or a restaurant. But as like somebody that already has like an English teaching job, Restaurant, restaurant and bar business is a bit trickier to let the government know you're working there and it not be an issue. Mm, interesting. If somebody tries to get a job here, like a hypothetical situation, let's say like Mr. A is right here and they want to get a job here as like a cook or a chef or something, what are three questions that you ask them? What's your experience? Um, what is your goal in working here? And what food do you enjoy cooking? Oh, good question. Because there, a breaking point for us is if you don't have a passion and a love for cooking mm -hmm. and the flexibility to cook the food that should be cooked with love, we can't really hire you because you won't be able to keep pace with what's going on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow, all right. That's awesome, fantastic, man. These questions, you answered all my questions correctly. And all can, right, you passed the test. And can you work test. with other people? <laughs> <laughs> can you work with I hate people, but I love food. <laughs> Wrong answer, right? It's like, ah, you may not work in our kitchen. Oh, man. So, what is the future? of your business you've oh. got soul food house you've got legacy lounge what's the future what's next it'll always be taking care of customers is the first thing mm -hmm. expansion we we started getting some offers but they'll remain unspoken until they are official sure cool but yeah the goal is always going to be taking care of the customers making sure everyone has a place where they can feel at home, mm -hmm. enjoy some good food, enjoy some good drink, 
make some friends if they're missing friends. Fantastic. That's awesome. Well, this is definitely the place to be, Faders. This place right here, Soul Food House and Legacy Lounge, are two marvelous places. Um, I've been here for a good part of the day, and I've enjoyed every second with it with my good friend, Dave. Dave, thank you so much for being on the show. It is, is there... always a pleasure. Oh, stop it. Yeah, this is only the fourth time. There's going to be five, six, seven, eight coming up probably. To... Well, as long as you've got these three bottles, <laughs> I will definitely be here. My but, I mean, goodness. We've done so many shows together, like on the music side with Beat Jackers. Oh gosh, yes. Yeah, so it's beat not jackers, like I'm yeah. talking to somebody that I've only talked to three or four times. Oh. We always talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we're never this sober. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Oh man, <laughs> how are the Beat Jackers? I talked to Ray the other day. He's doing good. Oh, uh, I talk to Ray occasionally, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I just keep a watch from Facebook. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's, we haven't practiced in a while because COVID. COVID. And we're just all trying to stay safe. You know Ray's old. (laughs) He's younger than me, dude. (laughs) Ray's old. Minoru's old. Um... Uh, all right, let's not talk about ages, man. <laughs> I'm older than all. I'm younger than all these. No, I'm Paul yeah, all was right. the youngest of us. Paul was the youngest. I'm older <laughs> and younger than everybody. That's what I was trying to say. Oh, man. oh, dude, the booze is kicking in, and I'm loving it, man. Okay, is there anything that you want to plug? Do you have any events coming up? Or are there any shows coming up? Is there any exp- <laughs> Yeah, I know there's nothing. Usually I, I say that, and there's like a million things to plug, but right now it's just like... Yeah, COVID. You're going to be closed for like the what? The next we're, week and a half? or Yeah, we're closed until the end of May. And then we oh. open back up June 2nd. June 2nd? So that's a major event, opening back up. What are you going to do to open? Are you going to have any specials or anything? Food. Because <laughs> having the food here is going to be special food. enough. That's all you need to do. Oh, man, that's awesome. Well, Dave, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for inviting me here. And thank you, thank you, thank you so much for bringing out these three marvelous bottles of gin, gin, and whiskey. And, Faders, when you do come to Asia, when you do come to Japan, when you do come to Tokyo, when you do come to Azubu Juban, when you do come to Soul Food House and Legacy Lounge, Definitely get yourself one of these drinks. Get yourself all of these drinks. These are fantastic. And get yourself some food. Get yourself some food because the food here is absolutely spectacular. Man, I plan a lot of my events here. I've had like uh, my birthdays here. I've had uh, what's called my university reunion here. Yeah. Yeah, I love coming here. Come here by yourself. Come here with a group. Come here with a bunch of friends. Soul Food House and Legacy Lounge, they support you, man. This place is yeah. awesome. Dave, thank you so much. There's, I, I, I can't say enough good things about, I mean, your establishment, you, your family. Everything is just wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, man, faders, you know what to do. Go down to the Patreon. When you go down to the Patreon, we have the video of this show. It's unedited. It is raw. Raw, dog. It is awesome. And if you don't have any money to sign up for the Patreon, it's okay. You're missing out on a lot of stuff. There's a lot of great stuff there. But if you don't have any money, don't worry about it. We still got love for you because we do have Facebook and Instagram. Both both of those are being updated every single day with brand new stuff, funny stuff, hilarious stuff. And um, yeah, oh, another thing, Faders, that I got to talk about is on our Red Bubble page, not a Red 2 page, on our Red Bubble page. <laughs> yes, we got both. 
Me and Tom and Jeremy were dirty whores. Wow. But, yeah, <laughs> it's true. But um, on our Redbubble page, we have brand new t-shirts. Check out our, our t-shirts. Our t-shirts, they're cheap, and they're funny, they're hilarious, they're awesome. And when you buy those, that also supports the show. And if you want to support the show, but you got no cash, don't worry about it because you can go down to iTunes and give us a five-star review and write something groovy. That really does help us out in the numbers. And on that note, um, Dave, elbows, man. Corona yeah. elbows. There we go. Thank you so much for being on the show again. It's my pleasure. Oh, dude, it is a pleasure. Oh, man. Dude, every time I hang out with you, I always have a great time, man. I'm always like, oh, Likewise. what a great day. What a great... It's always a great day when you hang out with Dave in Soul Food House. And on that note, faders, we'll catch you next time. Peace. Peace. My own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should do this, man? We're going Your move, creep. Oh, man, I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up Republican shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.